we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, 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 it's Theo J and welcome to The Motion, a debate podcast which sees two guests with conflicting opinions engage in an intellectual tug of war to sway my vote to their side of The Motion. From music to society, culture to sports, the topic may vary from week to week, but one thing is always guaranteed, your emotions will be set in motion. This episode is in partnership with This Is How, a podcast that interviews people who work in digital roles that you might not expect. If you're wondering how your tweets are chosen for the Love Island Twitter challenge, then hear from a Love Island data analyst. If you love a BuzzFeed quiz, you can also hear from BuzzFeed engineers. Take your favourite brand on the internet or on the high street, and there is a strong chance you will hear from one of their employees on This Is How. Their website, thisishow.uk, has a quiz that considers your passions, strengths and values and suggests roles within digital that you might never have considered that would suit you. And it's never too late to do a quiz like this. I did this quiz about a year ago when I had just started my second job and I still wasn't clear on what exact direction I wanted my career to go in. So who knows, it might help you land your dream job. And today's topic is all about this concept of a dream job. Does it really exist or have we been brainwashed by capitalism, by associating dreaming and working. Debating that of course the dream job exists is Juliana of the No Shame In My Name pod, which is all about discovering the story and meaning behind names. And opposing her is Veronica, co-host of the, I don't know, TBH pod, a safe space for people who do not be knowing. Just as a little icebreaker so the audience can get to know you a little bit better, I want to ask what you wanted to be when you were younger and what do you do now? Veronica. At a certain age, when obviously you didn't really have cognitive function, I wanted to be an orange tree because I just wanted like my favorite fruit to grow for my head. When I was of cognizant age, I really wanted to be a scientist. Had no idea what, but I just knew I wanted to be a biologist and that's what I studied in uni. And right now I'm a public health professional. Amazing. Honestly, I've never heard that before. I've heard singer, I've heard police member, orange tree. I pray that that you're able to <laughs> get there in some capacity. And Juliana, how about you? I wanted to be like a teacher, but now I work in the advertising world. I'm a junior creative. I think I wanted to be a fashion designer. My dream was to be like, that's so raven. So unrealistic how she got her dream internship at like 18. I don't know how that happened. Now I work in tech as a software engineer. Let's get into the topic. Juliana, Veronica, it's now time for your opening statements. A rough summary of what you think and why. A dream job doesn't mean a perfect job, but it means that it's a job that aligns with your values and your aspirations at a given time. 
I actually had a dream about the job that I'm currently in. And alas, several months later, by God's grace, I'm in that job. Such a Nigerian parent answer. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Whilst it's possible to dream, I'm going to go here, but how far can we dream under capitalism? And how far are we allowed to actually actualize what it is to be on our dream jobs? Also, why do we dream of labor? Can we actually ask, why do we dream of working? Me? I don't dream of working. Well, even though I do something I love, I don't dream of working full time. I dream of feeding myself. In this part, I'm just going to stir the pot a little bit, interrogate you and try and get you off your feet and off your positions with some questions. My first question to you both, it's just an open one. What does the dream job look like? If it did exist, what it would look like? I would say it would entail, one, people being paid adequately for their time in, in a rate that matches so they're able to live the lives they want, not live the lives they need. It's equitable. So for everybody in the system, whether you're a cleaner or you're a surgeon or, you know, you're a scientist or someone in tech, you're all able to to do what you love in a system that supports your growth. Also, I would say like not having colleagues that are bad minds because there's you can be in the best job in the world, but if your colleagues are bad minds, <laughs> having adequate rest in that system as well. So not working like five days a week back to that. A dream job is, as I mentioned earlier, a job where your values and your aspirations come together as one. If you value creativity, you're working in a job that also values creativity Wherever it might be, it might be more than one. Then I feel like a dream job would support that and embody that. Maybe I should have recorded this on a weekend because obviously <laughs> Thursday, for how far of a dream is this, as <laughs> said. But I guess I'll start with you, Juliana. Something that's really been traumatising me recently is this idea of working for a living. That as a phrase, it's just really been disturbing me on like a spiritual level because I'm like, wait, working for a living, but what life is a life where I work 72% of the year so do you not think for like the mere fact that we have to work to kind of survive does that not just take the dream out of any job even if you do like it the fact that the mere point of it is survival no because I don't think the mere point of working is survival I think there's more to working than just making a living we do have to work to live right we can't deny that but I feel like sometimes that also fuels the dream I want to eat good but I also want to be in a job that fulfills me. So when they come together, I don't feel like it has to clash at all. They somehow support one another in a way, or they have the potential to, at least. I'm just not convinced. You said the need to eat is fueling your desire to work. For me, a dream is it's not dependent on having to do something, basically. If there's no longer a need, would you still be working? With the lottery, are you still going into work tomorrow? Absolutely. I have to stand by it. Absolutely. Work is a beautiful thing sometimes. Like, it's been corrupted, of course. Colleagues that you might not gel with, underpay, extremely long commutes. But at the end of the day, like working is a beautiful thing. Like, we were made, in some senses, to work. And it doesn't have to be like slavery. It is possible for work to be enjoyable. And I think some people's experiences have clouded their view of what work is. But sometimes work can be enjoyment. You make something, you create something, you give something back to society. And if that's like aligned with your values, 
then you could call it a dream job. The fact that you're saying this on a Thursday with a smile on your face, maybe it's putting <laughs> some hope to me and that this that this job exists somewhere. I love my job, of course. <laughs> Shout out to my employers. Veronica, every other year, it's like, you know, Oprah was fired at 40. KFC guy was 72 when he first took a bite of that finger-licking good chicken. And I'm always like, I don't understand how that's supposed to help me right now. But in saying that, would you say that Juliana does have a point that the dream job exists? It just may take some time to figure it out. Or maybe we ourselves do not even know what it is yet. As our generation, we're very like, want it now. We see all these people, we look up to them and we're like, we want to be bosses. And I think in saying that, sometimes it's very hard to actually enjoy the moment that you're in right now and kind of discover things along the way. And so I guess I'm asking, do you think it's there? We're just not even ready for our dream job now. No. <laughs> no. And I would say this as somebody that only works in what I like. I've had jobs where at the time where I'm like, oh, this isn't necessarily aligned to where I want to be, but I've always loved where I've worked. And in fact, technically now I am in my dream career path. You know why it's still hard? And you know why I don't believe this? Is because the systems around your dream job need to be set up so it's not your job that's only holding you down. I was actually listening to like Black Girls Within. They had like this person on, she was a first generation person of color, right? She's in the UK, she's making six figures, but she doesn't like her job, but she also hates it because like she has to support so many people. I think it's really important to do what you love and like always enjoy the journey and be present. Yeah, but like, a dream job in systems we currently live in, in the UK where inflation has been rising, 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 rising like a rising man. How are you dreaming in this economy? Like... If the dream job doesn't exist, mm. can it be created? I do agree that you can create it. You know, when we look at people like, you know, exactly the anecdote that you gave, KFC man, Oprah Winfrey, it took an incredible amount of graft before they reached that point. It takes so much graft in order for you to live the life that you want to live after World War II. This is within America, but it's probably the same across the world. The American dream used to be tied to, I want to work as least as possible and then get like as, as much as I can. And right now our dream is like hustle hard, hustle hard to get as much as we can. And then we're just living, as I said, public health professional. Most people in the UK live the majority of the end of our life from about 55 in unhealthy years. So think about it, like you live majority of your life as an unhealthy person, like all because of this hustle, 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 no. Wow, that was dark. <laughs> Juliana kind of hinted at before that, you know, we spent 72% of each year working. Do you think work should be the most important thing in our lives? Absolutely not. But it's important, of course, like, it feeds us, it puts food on the table, it helps us to support, you know, the people that we love. So it's an important part of our life, but it shouldn't. I'm not for this hustle, hustle, hustle hard until you drop. Work should involve us exerting ourselves on something that matters, but it shouldn't be to the point where we are suffering in the process. So we should be able to delight in the work that we make and not be like, oh, like, uh, work, like Monday comes, Monday blues. No, no. Monday comes, I'm ready to, you know, make my mark on this thing that I'm doing. That's the, that's the dream, I guess. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the first thing that you said, work shouldn't be the most important thing, but it is important because it does this, this and that. And would you not say that, as Veronica hinted to, those are the pressures that make the idea of a dream job look basically impossible? 
because it's still tied to so much. Do you know what? I wouldn't say that. Surely when you give something to support someone that you love, like say someone's in need in your circle and you're able to support them because of the financial benefits of your job, doesn't that give you a sort of joy rather than they come to you and you're like, oh, sorry, like I'm in the same boat as you, mate. Can't give give to you. Surely there's an element of, okay, yeah, this is to feed me, but we all enjoy food, don't we? So it's a nice spin. It's a nice spin. <laughs> it says eyes when you she was like, mm, okay. <laughs> I was in a job that I hated. I despised. I generally could not stand it. And I think when I realised that, I just had to leave. Not a lot of people do that. Mm. And I think a lot of people do end up settling very early on. There's still so many jobs out there that we don't know exist. And I think because of pressures, people do settle. Would you say like it's, it's actually those things, Veronica? There's actually a study that actually proves exactly what you said. The OECD, they do national studies of satisfaction. And then amongst teenagers, they've realised because of social media, teenagers today, their scope of what jobs they can do is even smaller than what we were when we were teenagers. I do agree there's a bit that we just do like kind of settle. The way that Dreaming is premised, especially under capitalism, is that you need to see it in order to believe it. And whilst I do agree that's true, but the whole purpose of a dream is that it's not real and you have to imagine it up. Whilst I do agree you have to see it to believe it, we often have to argue then who is entitled to dreaming? Like who is entitled to be able to see the scope? the most marginalised. We're all black women, so like black women, Asian people like that are really marginalised within society. How are we allowed to dream past survival? It's not giving expansive. <laughs> it's giving constraint. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair point if we're talking about, you know, the idea of dream versus reality and it's like, given all these things, of course, a dream job can exist, but am I going to be a realist today or am I going to be an idealist? And would you say, actually then, Juliana, that the idea of a dream job is a bit of a jump, actually, as I'm asking it? Or would you say the idea of a dream job is a bit elitist in the sense that it's only afforded to very, very few? So the dream part of it can exist. I could be an orange tree in my dream. Like Veronica wanted to be, but to bring that into reality, that is like you know a completely different question. Would you not say? No, I think as long as we're human, we have the capacity to dream. As much as there's there are systems that might limit us based on race, class, and other factors, those borders can still be broken. Okay, the systems say that I shouldn't work in a job that I enjoy and make good money, but no, I know that as a human being, if I see said person doing what I want to be doing, then I can also do the same thing if that's my dream. Absolutely. With dreams, I mean, you have to be reason- <laughs> you have to be reasonable. No disrespect to Veronica, like, that was cute, <laughs> orange tree, yeah. But of course, like, there are limits to the dream in that sense. But when it comes to um, a job that, like I said, I'm always going to go back to the values. What matters to you? Where are you gifted? Where are you talented? Where can you actually make a, a good impact without always being limited by, you know, what your boss or what the industry is saying about what what you're capable of doing. Honestly, I think a key thing that you said there about, like, what your skills are and, like, what your talent is, I think that's where a lot of people kind of make the mismatch because they've been forced in careers that actually aren't, A, appreciating their value, but, like, bringing out, you know, more of their value. This episode is in partnership with This Is How. If you've resonated with anything that's been said so far, then visit thisishow.uk to take the quiz and find out what role could be right for you and to find new episodes of the This Is How podcast.
The only downfall of podcasting is that you cannot see people's facial expressions. Veronica's eyes have been popping <laughs> all throughout the episode. And so we're now going to find out the thoughts behind these eye pops. It's time for the main debate. Veronica, Juliana, you are free to directly go at each other, interrogate each other. I am no longer a buffer. Let the claws come out. Hi, Juliana. Hey, Veronica, girl. You made a point about the system kind of tells us like you shouldn't be able to work in a specific role. For example, if a young black person wanted to be a managing director of like one of the like top five banks, we would argue, oh, the system says that we shouldn't be able to do that, right? I want to say I disagree because the system argues that you should work. The whole point of the system is just like, okay, working like a working man, like grinding you to the bone, bone, to the marrow, to the platelets. Like, okay, they might put in like hierarchies in what you can and can't do within that work, but we need to work because we need to work in order to eat. And sometimes the work that we do in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't necessarily matter what work we do as long as like the value has been extracted if i was arguing the fact that we work 72 percent of the year you know you'd be working 72 percent of the year whether you're a nurse or you're a managing director you probably even be working more so no matter what you do the system the point of the system is to extract labor or as much value from you so it's taken away from you bolstering up other parts of your life the fact that prep nearly went under just because of covid is it literally relies on people being stressed Going to work, being stressed. That that literal, a literal coffee shop relies on people being stressed. Why do we have to associate work with stress? You have a system, but you don't always necessarily have to conform to the narrative that that system is, you know, advocating for. For example, I can be in a job where I'm not earning the most. I'm working in a coffee shop, but then it aligns with my values in the sense that maybe I'm working part time in the coffee shop. I'm able to do other things on the side where in a sense it's like a dream career it doesn't always have to be like ah, oh, i need to work to pay the bills work doesn't have to be stressful but it's not it's not us that like it's not me it's not me but i don't want to be stressed. i don't want to be stressed out of the salary that out. i make they're taking out whatever they take it's not me providing the stress do you know what i mean but you do raise a point and i guess i want to ask throw it into the debate what about systems or structures that aren't so capitalism focused okay so i've got to say where do those exist you know all the nordics and, and them and the girl pr <laughs> pr where does that exist if anyone that listens to the pod is always knowing that i'm so stressed because i'm doing my master's at the moment and i'm doing my job i really enjoy this work like i feel like i'm putting the theory so that's why i'm like this don't exist boy because like <laughs> i'm putting the theory that i learned with my masters and i'm super passionate about like creating community structures and health and health behaviors of black people and asian people within the uk i love that my dear was it wasn't long before <laughs> this thing i was sitting on my bed like a starfish going god <laughs> per that's my point. I think it points to our humanity because with dreams, I'm not saying your dream job means a perfect job. We're humans, right? We work with humans. Whether there's a system or not, we're working with humans. Sometimes there's disagreement. Sometimes we have to work through these things. When have you ever dreamt of something and it's perfect? Sometimes random things happen. So surely like the same applies in this conversation and debate. Sometimes there'll be elements of it which are difficult and challenging, but you can still go home and be satisfied you know with the work that you've done yeah i agree but then we don't we need to define that differently okay so for example my dream job because of like chronic underfunding no matter where you are in the world of like health systems i'm speaking about me personally right the work people do within health systems it will always be capped 
science. Like, you know, like how the, the, the scientists were saying the other day that we have like three years left on this planet. In the grand scheme of things, it just means people will turn up in society being sicker. And so then they turn up being sicker and then there's no system to support them. And then people are just like getting worse and worse as the days go on. And I might be living la vida loquette in my job, getting paid adequately. I might be having all the breaks I need, but it still doesn't change the fact that like I'm working within a system where everything is craps. So even though like everything is great, the work itself is good, the work itself is enjoyable. The wider system is crap. You feel like you're pouring into a bucket where there's a hole in the middle. If we're going by the chaos that is our world, that is our everyday, it's kind of like a losing debate to even consider that there can be a dream job in a world that's not a dream world. However, I don't know if I would agree with that because I think that we're given this world, right? So mm. it, it exists. Like we can't mm. really do anything. We can't do mm. anything about it, right? I would say like in, in a more optimistic way that you've got new companies bringing it up. You've got startups. It's not every day that I want muffins. Like how about you just increase my pay? But <laughs> aside from that, there's companies like Bumble, for example. You see Whitney Wolf in the news every day because she's, she's literally doing bits. Pregnancy pay, not having to work five days a week. So I do think there are situations or there are policies that could be made within the mm. world that we live in that can make the things that you don't like about your job that most of the time don't have much to actually do with your job but it's more like politics etc that can make that job a dream environment i agree you are not convinced no because i've done both i do think that does make that world easier but then again like the point you made is also like how can we dream in a world that's not like dreamable it kind of feels like the climate crisis to me in a weird in a weird way it's like yeah okay so we're gonna be like drinking with all these paper straws or drink like mash up halfway through and then we're also gonna be like driving all these convertible cars and like we're gonna be recycling every single dime yeah but if these other companies aren't taking care of their carbon footprint then what does that mean for us and also we've got another question to ask ourselves okay this is great for us free highly educated black women that like even have the space and the luxury to do these things i'm not even thinking any way far-fetched i'm literally thinking about the people that exist here and now today like the families of children that weren't able to feed their kids in the pandemic and marcus rashford had to how far can those people dream? How far is the world equitable for them? Because their dreams are a lot simpler than ours. We're dreaming of like maternity pay and all of that stuff. When you speak to those people, of course, they like dream wild and big and like definitely. But some of their dreams are like, yeah, I'll, I dream to be able to feed my kids. When I actually think about it, I'm like, what type of world do we have to live in? We're in the UK. That is somebody's dream. Wild. I think, I think that's a pertinent point. This is going to sound awfully harsh, but I think that's not a question of does the dream job exist? It's how can we get more people into their dream jobs? That's not for me to kind of determine. Mm. That's for good prime ministers to actually ask themselves those harsh questions. How can I have one person in the same country dreaming of maternity pay or a four-day week and this person is literally just dreaming to be able to feed their kids? I think that's like not a good thing, of course, but I don't know if it's a question of whether the dream job exists i think we need to step out of seeing jobs as so linear i feel like we've been conditioned to see that oh once you finish this you do this you do that and this is the only way you can be this and be that my argument is that we need to think outside of the box and although there are systems that exist we need to think like like you said if they're like with these startups coming up who would have dreamed that, you know, we could use our phones to call a cab that could take us from A to B for like six quid? But it's possible, right? When someone thinks outside of the box, 
the way you view your job doesn't always have to be, oh yeah, I come in, clocking at nine o'clock, five o'clock, I'm out. Sometimes there's ways to see how, you know, you can have a, a better, more meaningful impact within those constraints. So I feel like when we talk about dreams and jobs as well, we need to step outside of seeing it as just this linear thing that just puts food on my table that's a great point that's the one thing I would say I agree with I don't think it needs to be so linear like I don't think it needs to be so I'm gonna stick beside them with your job we don't need to be doing all that for our jobs we need to be we need to be thinking of them in a healthy way which I think our generation do which is good I will say that like I would never have dreamed of the job that I'm in now it wasn't something I, I ever considered doing and I do like my job you know I do enjoy it and so that's why I think so much of it is that we aren't thinking outside the box because i work in tech it's literally an evolving Mm. sector so there are so many different jobs coming that literally new jobs are like created and i think a survey like kind of asked kids what they wanted to be and it was things like tiktokers and like youtubers and i think that's actually a really personal Mm. point it's so easy to kind of see how things have been and like get into kind of the Mm. doom and gloom but I do believe that things are mm. changing. You can be 30 and your dream job can literally not exist yet. When we speak of dream job, you know, my dream job could be to be a mother as well. And so our dream job might not always be stepping out of the house, running for a nine o'clock train and stepping into the office and clocking in. Like sometimes it might be staying at home and running the kids to school, making sure their food is on the table when they come home and providing a safe environment. Because I feel like when we speak about future generations and we speak about broken systems, it all stems down to broken homes. This is a conversation for another day. Mothers and fathers, those are important roles. Those are important jobs. As people, we need to focus on our values a bit more, but also understand that if you're not, you know, you feel like, wow, I'm slogging away or you're like me where you like doing everything you want to do and you're just still like rah this is still ridiculously hard and it's not hard because of the fact I'm not doing everything I want to do I'm I'm, like more fulfilled than I was two years ago but still it's still an understanding that of a wider system that we're forced to dream under and sometimes that isn't our fault where you haven't been able to achieve your dream or you haven't been put in a position to achieve your dream or you're working your quote-unquote dream and yet that dream don't bang as you thought it would. That's like just my reconciliation. This has been a great conversation. It's now your final chance to get me on your side in 30 seconds or less is the closing statements. Okay, so are we really going to do I'm going to stick beside them? That's my man. I'm going to stick beside them to these jobs. And if you don't want to do it, you'll join the winning team. That's just it. That's me done. Uh, But really and truly, we have to dream beyond the systems we're given. Why should we dream of labour? It was all a dream. Biggie said it, you know, he knew the power of dreams and how there was a possibility that it could at one stage become a reality. Jobs do not always have to be suffering. Jobs can be enjoyable. We can make our marks in this world through the work that we do. It doesn't always have to be. I woke up this morning thinking about so many things. Having like been in a job that I hate and a job that I enjoy, the difference I would say is that like literally when working in PR, there was not one person not one person in that whole 10 story building that I was like, I want to be like you. And I will say that in my job now, I do see aspects of people's jobs that like I actually do enjoy. I actually do want to be like, and I think that your environment is so important into whether like you think the dream job exists. And it is a privilege as we've said, but I do think that 
it could just basically make a huge difference until like what you're surrounded by, the values, whether you feel like you're being used, etc. I think there are so many things that go into it. It's hard, it's so, so hard. It's so hard because I think if we're talking about does it exist, like of course anything is like possible in this world, but then I think we actually need to ask ourselves, how many people can get there? And if it's literally like 1%, then to like what extent does that really exist? And so for that reason, I'm gonna say currently in this in like this world, like the dream job doesn't exist. That can change. There are so many things that you can do. I think schools need to play an important role in actually like just getting a range of people in from early because I found out I wanted to do this job when I got the offer. Like I didn't <laughs> know before. And I think that if I had, you know, seen that the job was even possible, it's not so linear. Heard stories of people who started in one career and changed because again, like it wasn't until I got into this job and like in our induction, we heard from these people called Squiggly Careers and they were talking about everyone thinks, you know, you get into a job and you go like that. But it literally is like, do, 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 do. And I didn't hear this until I had quit my job and entered a second one. So I think that there's a lot that needs to change this idea of work, this idea of working for a living, what life really is and what we're supposed to be fulfilled by. And because we're not there yet, that is why Veronica has won the debate. Thank you, This Is How, for partnering with us on this episode. Visit thisishow.uk to take the career quiz and find out what role could be right for you and to find new episodes of the This Is How podcast. The conversation does not stop here. Follow us on Instagram at themotion underscore. Tweet us your thoughts at themotionpod underscore. Send us an email, themotionpodcast at gmail.com and listen to our radio show every Sunday live on Wizard Radio from 5pm. Be blessed, stay safe and have a wonderful week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.